Live well, bank well at Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. At Affinity Plus, the approach to banking is different because they focus on people, not profit. They serve members with care, excellence, and integrity, built on a solid foundation since 1930. The Affinity Plus not-for-profit cooperative structure allows members to receive maximum benefits while experiencing outstanding service. By and large, members of Affinity Plus love this credit union. And Affinity Plus loves the communities they serve. And they are a strong community partner working very hard every day to support the people, businesses, and relationships that exist in their communities. Visit Affinity Plus at the Brainerd Lakes branch in Baxter to learn more. Or just have a chat and some free coffee. Affinity Plus is federally insured by NCUA. Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. And today our guest is the CEO of the Brainerd Family YMCA, Shane Riffle. Shane, welcome back to Community Focus. Thanks for having me. I just got off location um, just out in Nisswa picking up food from Sean Hansen and the outreach program. So you timed it perfectly. I just got into my studio at home. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, Shane, let's explain for our listeners uh, why you are picking up food. You are obviously still running the emergency care at the YMCA. Right. We're still doing the emergency daycare, and I'll, I'll mention a little bit more about that in just uh, a few moments. But, yeah, we, we know, actually found out early on that, you know, with food insecurity, it's going to be more of a critical time for you know, kind of the most most vulnerable among us. And Sean Hansen reached out um, early on as we were planning what we were going to do as the Y and how we were going to support the community. And we partnered together. So we took all of the bikes out of one of our bike trailers, repurposed it, and it's now our food wagon. So uh, about once a week, we run up to the outreach program, load up, uh, oh, anywhere from 50 to 70 boxes of food, which is the equivalent of you know, thousands of meals, and as the schools are delivering the breakfast and lunch, we have teams out delivering the evening meals for folks. Um, so it's worked out really great, and we're able to make sure that, you know, no one goes hungry during this time of need. It's been a wonderful partnership. So I was just out there this morning, and now we're looking beyond, um, you know, as, as school shuts down and where are there going to be gaps and pockets of people who will be needy and so we're going to come up with a solution for that real soon so okay. sean oh my gosh what a wonderful friend um just this random meeting because of this crisis and uh, a wonderful partnership's going to arise out of it she's just She's become a good friend. That's awesome. Yeah, Sean Hansen has just done a ton of work feeding so many th- all over the Lakes area, that yeah, organization. they are working hard. Yeah. <laughs> they are. She is driven and tireless and just has such a wonderful heart. Um, and those are the people, you know, good people flock together and they find each other. So that's been a great outcome. Yeah. So how is the emergency daycare going, Sean or Shane? Still a lot of people there, uh, young children at the Y every day? Well, um, we have less kids at the Y hmm. because we've moved out to camp. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, so um, our plans this summer were to move our day camp out to Camp Benassic. Um We have a really cool partnership with them, which is evolving. And as we started looking ahead when the Y might reopen, 
um, we decided to move our kids out and do a, almost a soft launch of summer camp. Um, so we're still doing the emergency daycare. And we were averaging 40s for the school-age kids. And we're getting more and more kids come to our program every day. So yesterday, I believe, it was about 55 or so children, school-age children, so kindergarten and older, out at Camp Vanassic. And they're doing bike rides. We've got the archery out there. As soon as the water gets warmer, we're going to be doing paddleboarding, canoeing. Fun. Uh, but they're doing a lot of great activities out there, as, long, as well as their distance learning. So we've just moved out there a bit earlier and taken a lot of those kids. But we have a licensed daycare, so toddler and preschool at the Y still. So it's pretty, um, it's a lot quieter inside. Um, <laughs> but we have heard that June 1st, um, we're going to be able to reopen the doors in a very limited basis. So our staff is now, we've been planning ahead. We've uh, made a lot of accommodations already. So we're just going to be working and focusing on that now. So yeah. it's actually exciting. Um, we're really happy and glad we're going to be able to see our friends. The Y is going to look different. Um, there's going to be restrictions and we're working through all that right now, but I'm glad that we have a way to start bringing people back together in a very safe and responsible way. Yeah. Yeah. That is exciting. So, uh, Shane, uh, as we transition uh, into this next phase and as summer arrives, um, maybe some more parents will be looking for help as they head back to work. Uh, Mm -hmm. Can they contact you about uh, their kids becoming part of the uh, daycare at the Y, the summer camp, if you will, that is actually at Camp Vanassic? Yeah, we really hope that people do. There's pre-registration open right now, so if anyone goes to our website, BrainerdLakesYMCA.org, and um, they can pre-register, and we're going to open up the weekly registration. We're going to do it in two-week cycles, so that'll open up on the 15th, I believe, just said, and we're just going to make accommodations. So we're going to have to keep the kids in groups of or the group's maximum size to 10. So what that means is one counselor per nine children. And we have a number of cabins out there, and we're preparing to add temporary shelters. So we're going to be able to accommodate, I think, really, we're going to try and meet the need as best we can and not turn anyone away. But I also want to mention that we know a lot of people are still going to be maybe not back to work yet. So as always, we're going to have financial assistance available. And, you know, big shout out to our donors who always support the Y to help make that possible through our annual campaign. But folks may not have heard, but there's a Minnesota advance. There's a tax child care tax credit through the Venn Foundation. So there'll be information on our website. So families who are really struggling um, and meet certain income levels will be able to apply and get pre-approved to use their tax credit to put towards child care. So there's a lot of ways that families who otherwise might not be able to afford it will be able to join us because it's just a life-changing experience. It's not just a place to go. It's, a, it's an experience, and we build values. We, we build resiliency, um, the 40 developmental assets. And the most important thing is kids are able to be kids and have fun and build relationships with other kids and with our counselors who care about them. And it's such a great place to be when they may be experiencing um, emotional distress and anxiety about you know what they're hearing in the news and from other people. So mm-hmm. we know it's challenging for kids, and our staff are trained, and, and they're there for them. So we're excited. Why that's Camp Fanatic? Love it. Yeah, that's just, it sounds like so much fun. That mm-hmm. I wish I was a kid again. <laughs> I know, huh? I know. <laughs> 
Yeah, the I think my wife gives me a hard time because I like to, you know, even though I'm kind of working remotely, I, I get out there quite often. And yesterday I was driving up to replace a door handle and there were a kid, a group of kids going out on a bike ride um, out in the field. There were kids playing group games, leadership games. Um, there were kids coming in to do their distance learning, the, the kindergartners. And then there were, um, Vicky had uh, one group, they were painting these old wooden canoe paddles and hand painting them and I asked them what they were doing. And they're painting them, they're going to hang them up, but they're putting the words to the old Camp Vanassic camp song on them and that's going to become part of our tradition so we're going to open up each session with the traditional camp monastic song but we're also going to be building in our own traditions uh with you know opening ceremony and closing campfire so we're excited to do some of those original things with camp that's just going to really make it it's it's not we hope that they don't feel like they're going somewhere local, but when they get to camp, that they're away, they're in a remote setting where they're able to experience, you know, build that sense of independence yeah. um, and be with other kids. That's really what we want to achieve yep. with yeah. camp. Now, as you uh, talk, talked about uh, the ratio of uh, campers to counselors, uh, are you going to need some extra counselors? Are there some uh, uh, positions to fill, if you will? Yeah, our key, I, I would say our key target market for a counselor, what we're really hoping for, number one, you have to care about people um, and really want to make a difference in people's lives and believe in the mission and the work that we do. But also, you know, anyone with any kind of an educational background, um, if you're an education major in college, if you're in social work or something like that, um, this is a really great experience for you if you're pursuing that uh, course study. Teachers, we're um, going to be bringing in STEM, folks who focus on STEM, and, and teachers who have the summers off to help us with summer learning loss prevention. So there's a lot to it. So not just folks in education, but if you have an, a background in adventure, if you're a really great canoe instructor or something yeah. like that, give us a call. Fun. We'll do our best to find a place for someone. But, you know, it really is a family. It's not just that we're there with the kids, but the staff become a family. Um, it becomes a community. And that's, you know, one of the other benefits of being a part of that. Mm-hmm. Excellent. All right. And then, uh, like you said, June 1st, uh, things will start to happen at the Y. And if uh, I know a lot of us uh, just maintained our memberships through all of this, but if somebody needs to re-sign up, can they go ahead and do that now as kind of a, a preemptive strike and be ready? <laughs> yeah. we're. I, I do want to say we are so thankful for our members who have stuck with us. And, and I know you're one of them. And gosh, you look around this community and so many people are members of the Y and then even throughout the different stages in life, they have been good friends of the Y they're you're always a good friend of the Y. Um, so they've stuck with us and we, boy, I don't know where we would be if, if they hadn't. Um, so members who have put their membership on hold will be welcome to come back to us and um, we'll be reaching out to them. I do want to say that there are going to be some, some pretty significant restrictions on spacing on capacity so what we're looking at right now is almost a 
reservation type system. I know Joanna with the fitness rooms. We've, we've been moving equipment around as well so that we can fit in as many members as possible. Sure. Uh, we've moved equipment to the half the gym. Um, we've spread oh, out wow. the treadmills and the weight equipment. Um, we're going to continue to do some, we're enhancing how our virtual group fitness classes. So we're going to try and be able to serve as many members as possible, but I don't want to get the expectation that people are going to be able to just come in as normal. Um, There's going to be health checks. Um, I think in the inside the wire, we're going to ask that members wear face shields, Um, obviously not when they're working out. But while they're in kind of group areas like that, that they're wearing face shields, at least that's the plan at this moment. Things change by the day, it seems like. Right. <laughs> um, so um, I would encourage people to go to our website. We're going to have um, some pretty good information on what to expect. So people are prepared um, for it to, to look different, um, at least for now. We hope that as soon as possible we get back to exactly the way it was, where we have the, you know, a lot of people just, being friends and, and, you know, the hugs and that camaraderie that you get before and after class. I, I miss that. And I know everybody misses that. So we want to get back to that, but we've got to be safe and we've got to be responsible. And we're definitely going to adhere to what the recommendations are, but we're glad that we're going to be able to get some people back into the Y soon. Yeah. And uh, the first thing I was going to think about was the kids too, because uh, swim lessons are a big part of uh, what you do at the Y and we love to teach kids to swim here in the lakes area. Is that going to be happening, Shane? Here's the plan uh, right now. We're the lap pool, I believe, we're going to try to open, and we're going to try. It's going to be limited to one person per lane for swim lessons. With the younger kids, that is really you have the instructor in the water. There's a lot of you know manipulation with the arms and the legs, teaching you know the the body mechanics. And we're not going to be able to be that close with Uh children. So what we're planning on is with older kids where we can instruct from the deck to a large degree. And they have those basic skills so they're able to float and and self-propel. We think we're going to be able to do that level of swim lesson, Mm -hmm. um, but not the very beginner to start with. So we're going to do what we can when we can do it. Okay. That's yeah. a good question, though. Well, uh, until we get the vaccine, uh, there's going to be a lot of things that are different in all aspects of our lives, and that's just the way it is. So, Yeah, you know, our prayers are going out to the scientists worldwide who are working on that, and we hope that they come up with it quickly. Not just that we can open, but we want people to be safe and, and we healthy, want people to yeah. live their life and be healthy, and that's why we're going to take these precautions, because if you care about people, You've got to look out for people and, and do some things that may be inconvenient at first um, to, to look out for those among us who, who need it. So that's our first priority. Absolutely. And Shane, we uh, you mentioned um, thanking your members for sticking with you because you don't know if you'd be able to, to hold out without those folks sticking yeah. around because yeah. we have to remember that the Y ball, the Y charity ball that we've held in the past, that had to be canceled this year. But there's something kind of fun in the works, isn't there? <laughs> we just happen to know. <laughs> yeah, I got a phone call about 10 days ago from uh, a group of volunteers and they said, hey, we think we'd like to do this virtually. So we held a Zoom meeting, 
and I was I was just smiling from ear to ear. It felt so good to be on my end of that call that everyone cared so much and they were so excited to do something and connect in this way. And yeah, they've come up with a really neat plan to connect people, you know, possibly dressing up in a virtual dinner somehow, I hear. <laughs> uh, but I am, I'm at their mercy. I'm just going to do what... Oh, you, what do, you definitely are. Me to do. Yeah. yeah, I hear Mikey, I, mean, I hear Mikey cold for me at some point. I uh, yeah. might be a chill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well... Yeah. And we we're going to have you back again next week to talk more about that. But just yeah. let people know something is in the works and everyone's invited to be a part of For it. A For a virtual Y-ball. Ball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're still having a ball. Y-ball, yeah. <laughs> book, book your calendar, uh, June, or not June, May 28th. And for that entire day, um, folks are going to be able to tune in and kind of see what's going on at the Y and, and what and beyond. Yeah. Connected with our mission a little bit more deeply. Yeah. And again, that's a Thursday, so just keep that in mind. Two weeks Thursday. from today mm-hmm. on this uh, Thursday edition of Community Focus. Yes. So, yeah. okay, we'll look forward to that, Shane, and uh, we will talk to you again then next week for more details on the Y ball. The Y ball. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shane, thank you very much, and uh, take care. Thanks for what you're doing. It's our pleasure. We're we're here for the community. Awesome, Shane. Thank you. Thank you. Shane Riffle is the CEO at the Brainerd Family YMCA. I'm Ken Thomas, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget our Community Focus programs can be found anytime on our website at 1067wjjy.com. That's brought to you by Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. And I'm Tess Taylor reminding you that you can also listen through our free downloadable app powered by the Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.